Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Listen and grow as Dell questions the status quo, encourages you to think differently, and empowers you to make a better life. Get ready as Dell challenges core beliefs, seeks the truth, and reveals the roadmap to the lifestyle you really want. And now your host, multi-millionaire, national award-winning investor, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, here we are, friends. A new year. Same old thing? I hope not. I hope this year is the year that's going to change your life forever. It's going to be the first steps in a completely new life, whether you've already had a great life, a moderate life, or if you're living a quiet life of desperation, it's time that we look at how do we turn that around? And you say, well, why, if I'm having an okay life, should I worry about it? Because what gets in the way of a great life is an okay life. What gets in the way of an incredible life is a good life. And you have to ask yourself, the simple questions that I do each year. Um, I've been doing this now. Let's see, I'm 67 years old, so there's a little marker for you, you marked down in life. But um, I've been doing this now since I was like 20 years old. Every year, I pull out the organizational and self-help books and go through them again, sit down and rethink, okay, do I still have the plan that I had? Is the plan I have still working, do I have to still have the same goals in life? Or do I have better goals or different goals? And I want to sit down and talk about all this today uh, because I would like you to be able to have the this, this super benefits in life that you want to have. I've had the ones that I've wanted, quite honestly. The largest challenge for me, and I know this sounds uh, really, uh, it's not arrogant, but maybe uppity. It doesn't sound sweet, but everything I've ever set a goal out to accomplish, I've accomplished. Um, the largest goal I ever set out to accomplish is to make Lifestyles a program that people could pull from all over the country. I took it from my living room, actually, is where we started it, to a, an office in Houston, to a larger office in Houston, to another office in Dallas, and then eventually an office in San Antonio, and then eventually an office in Phoenix, Arizona. As we spread out across the country, we have members in all 50 states. That was my largest goal in life, and I have accomplished it. So now my most difficult challenge in life is to sit down and rethink, okay, well, what is it you really want now? What's important to you? Because that was my latest and greatest goal in life, the accomplishment I wanted to accomplish, and I've done it. I've got all kinds of uh, other goals in mind. I have family goals, right? Uh, a whole list of those, I'm sure. Uh, I have physical fitness goals and, and health goals, a whole list of those that come out also. Um, I have financial goals, and again, I have accomplished or exceeded every financial goal I've ever set. And, you know, you go down these other lists, I have, I have friendship goals, I have travel goals, and all those things are on this list of things that I want out of life. But what's important to understand is that 
the really big goals, the really important things in life, uh, have to take precedent. And they have to be gotten out of the way because if you don't get the really big things out of the way, then you won't be able to do the small things. I want to start today's conversation, if I can, with a story that I've been telling ever since I heard it. I don't remember when or where I heard it. I think it's a Stephen Covey story. I'm not sure. But it's the story of the pickle jar. And there was a college professor that was teaching time management. And so he had the lecture one day, and he pulls out a giant pickle jar. And in front of the class, he says, watch this. He pulls up some big, giant rocks, and he puts the big rocks in there, and he says, is it full? And everybody in the room goes, yeah, now it's full. He can't get any more rocks in there. He says, no, watch this. And he pulls out a bucket full of pebbles, and he pours the pebbles in. And they slid in around the big rocks and filled in the difference. He said, there, now are we full? And the students say, yes, now we're full. He says, no, hold on a second. He pulls out a bucket of sand, and he pours the sand in, and the sand filters in around the rocks and around the pebbles, fills the jar up completely. He says, are we full? And they go, well, now absolutely we're full. There's no way you can get any more rocks or sand or anything in there. And then he pulls up a gallon of water and pours water in and fills the jar with water. He says, so what have we learned here today? And the kids looked at him, and somebody willingly raised their hand and said, well, what we've learned is there's always more time in time management. And he said, nope, that's not the answer. The answer is you have to put the big rocks in first. Because if you would have put the sand or the pebbles or the water in, the big rocks would not have fit. They wouldn't have gone in. So in your life, if you don't get the big rocks in first— they're not going to get done. So what I'd like you to think about is what really makes life happen. And if you go out and get a book called Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, we can follow along in that book with this discussion. I think you should read it. And I think you should read it once just to get through it. Then I think you go back and read it again. The second time you come back and you map it out. You actually write out in notes what you think is important and outline the book. I think it's important that you start at the beginning. Start with the end in mind. What, what would you like your life to look like? Think about that for just a second. But when you die and people say, well, this is Dell or this is Bill or this is Sue, what do you want them to say? What do you want to be remembered for? Um, if you're on your deathbed, what is it you'd be unhappy that you never accomplished, that you thought you should have accomplished? These are the big things in life. And I think you've got to start, just like with the pickle jar story that we talked about, you've got to start figuring out what those big things in life really are. Now, two of the big things in my life, and I can only share what mine are, yours are going to be different, but... For those people that need my help, one of the things or two of the things that I focused on was, number one, I didn't want to work 12 hours a day, six days a week. In fact, I really, after I cut back to 48 hours, thought, man, time is everything. Later on, you know, as I kept cutting back, I found that the more time I had, 
the more life I had. Everything else I wanted to accomplish in life was being squeezed out of the pickle jar by work. Work was just consuming my life. So I I went and looked at all the different options. There's got to be other ways to make money. Not everybody trades time for money for their whole life, was my thought. There has to be another way. And so I looked at you know, buying franchises and buying other, you know, self-employment businesses and all different options until I came up upon real estate and all of its benefits. But today I'm not going to go deep into the real estate benefits. We're going to get there, but it's not really what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about was the quest that I was on. I was looking for a way to not have to get up and go to work every day. But what everybody's paradigm was out there and Your paradigm is how you see the world. It's the maps you live by. And the paradigm that everybody had was to earn money, you have to get up and go to work. That's how you earn money. Now, you can win some money. You know, you can get lucky and bet on something and win some money. You could maybe even... um, you know, go in the stock market over a period of time, uh, you know, build some wealth through investing. But in most cases, what I saw was investing because I, I tried that. I went to investing. And what I found that almost everything in investing that I looked at was gambling. In other words, you buy something and hope it goes up in value, which I call the greater fool theory. The theory that you can buy something, anything, and just simply Because there's going to be somebody dumber than you, they're going to be willing to pay more to own that same thing. So it's really just a form of gambling. It's buy, hold, and hope. And so you're either out there buying, holding, and hoping, or you're out there flipping, buying, working, which is doing all the work to make something happen, and then selling that work, flipping whatever product service that you were doing for money, you're still either trading time, that would be the flipping part of any investment you do and the work part of any investment you do. Like for instance, I remember hearing when I first started people trading day stocks, day trading stocks, and sitting at the computer every day and watching for the trades to happen and when they should happen and when you should make your moves. And you know, of course then that's pretty obvious that's a job. So people started saying, well, we have a computer program that will do it for you. You just have to check the program a couple times a day. And those people all lost their money because that became gambling. Yeah, that this computer program can outthink the entire world. Well, guys, if a computer program can outthink the entire world and the stock market, somebody out there would have already had that program and they would be rich and they wouldn't be selling that program, quite honestly. Uh, They would be keeping that secret. No one would know about it. So that doesn't really work. I mean, I looked at all these things. I looked at multi-level marketing. But what you're basically doing is saying, I'm going to not work by getting 800 other people to work, which those 800 other people were brought in the program because they desired to get in because they didn't want to work. And they realized that if they could get 800 other people that will do the work and they don't, they'll make money without working. I mean, the entire premise is broken if you just think about what multi-level marketing is. It just doesn't work. It's work. It's a job that you only get paid on commission. But what's weird is if you go get a job that's paid on commission, at least you get paid a commission and you don't have to pay to get the job. But in multi-level marketing, you have to buy the product 
to get paid on commission. So you literally have to pay to be a salesman. To me, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So multi-level marketing never made sense. So here it is. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, look, I'm working 12 hours a day, six days a week. I've got no other forms of income coming in. I've tried the stock market. It failed me. I tried multi-level marketing. It failed me. You know, I, I looked at all the franchises, but they were ridiculously high priced for very low return. And you still had to work in them. In most cases, I remember McDonald's, you had to work for a year and a half in a McDonald's before they let you buy one. It was like insane. Uh, or go to their training program or Mickey D's training program. I don't know. And the same thing with Subway Sandwich Shop. I mean, and everybody that I know that owns one, I have a next door neighbor that owns franchises. And she's up at 3 o'clock in the morning managing these things because that's when these stores start cooking their food, transferring the food to the locations, starting the cooking, and start selling by 5 or 6 in the morning. So she puts in a lot of work, and she makes pretty good money, but she puts in a lot of work and really isn't retired. In fact, after I spoke with her, she started buying real estate. See, this is the thing is that there are so many ways that you can add more work to your life only to add a little bit of money. But all of that is like rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. It isn't really solving the problem. The real problem starts with this belief. To make money, you have to work. That's the key. If you really believed there was a way to create passive income, which I can show you how to do. And if you believe it, then you can achieve it kind of concept. Then you can start to change your life. But if your paradigm is to get out of work, then you have to learn how to make money work for you. And if you want that to happen this year, you've got to put that in your plan. Because the big rocks got to get in there first. So when we talk about life, when we come back from the break, let's talk about what that one little change in your life will do to make your life so much better. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. to creating the lifestyle you really want. Keep listening. The Del Wamsley Radio Show returns in moments. What is Del Wamsley, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, up to in today's market? I'm out there right now looking and buying everything I could get my hands on for a better deal, a better deal than what I could get it for a week before. And I'll just keep buying. I did that back in 2008. I bought a property worth $35,000 a door. I bought it for $26,000 a door. Next month or so, I bought the same age property and I bought it for like $19,000 a door. But by buying at 26, when they were getting killed from 35 down to 26, buying at 26, let the broker know I was a buyer in a downward spiraling market. And so 
from that point on, I bought three or four more. I can't remember exactly. I, mean, I think it was four more I bought from there. And the brokers were just bringing them to me. Go, look, you seem to be the only guy buying right now. Are you ready to take advantage of the wave of opportunity coming to those who know what they're doing? Join us for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. You're hearing the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more life-changing knowledge? Access our podcast and listen on demand at lifestylesunlimited.com under the radio tab. Now your host, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today here uh, in the new year, I'm trying to discuss with you really about your paradigm. How do you see the world and how can we change that paradigm to make your life so much better. And really, the, the paradigm that I think that I work on the hardest with people at Lifestyles is the financial paradigm. And here is the, the belief system, the paradigm shift that I need you to make if you would like me to help you. And that is, most people believe that the only way you're ever going to earn income is by working. And that the only way you can ever retire is by by working, paying into Social Security and someday getting it back or by working, getting a pension, someday getting some of the income. They really should have paid you as an employee, but they just deferred the income and call it this deferred compensation a pension. So both Social Security and pensions are deferred compensation that you've already been paid. You've already earned and you're just getting the money that you've already earned, but it's still earning the income by working. The other thing is, is that you hope that you can save enough money and be lucky enough that you don't lose it in the stock market. Because think about it, the stock market goes up and down all the time. It goes up 20%, down 20%, up 30 down 30 whatever. If and when you got to the age of retirement where you thought you had a pile big enough you could retire, and then it goes down, there goes your entire plan. It's gone. It's out of the way. It can't happen. you got to wait and hope and pray that it comes back. And that's usually, you know, a five to ten year cycle these things happen. And about the time you wait five to ten years and you're about ready to retire again, you go, man, now I've just about got it back to where it was. Boom, the stock market takes it away again. And you just keep reliving this nightmare over and over and over. And every day you get up and go to work and you suffer. You suffer the life of quiet desperation. You, you're either a cubicle person where you go and you drive an hour to work in your car and get in your cubicle and work, 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 then get out and drive an hour back. And your life is just being eaten away. Or, on the other hand, you're a rat in the rat race and you get up every day and you work as hard as you can possibly work. I watch some of these guys. I don't know how they do it, man. You know, you're 60 years old and you're still out there putting roofs on. <laughs> You're still out there doing construction. You're out there working at highway crews and building crews and construction crews. I don't know how these guys do it. I really don't. I mean, I'm 67, but I, I haven't been able to do that kind of stuff till I, since I was 50. It's just I don't know how they do it, but somehow they do because they have to. And the day that they stop is the day that they die. I know it sounds morbid, but it's just the reality of what happens. So... What has to change in your life is you have to change the paradigm of believing that the only way to earn money is to work and that the only way you can retire is to either save up enough deferred compensation or save up enough money and hope that it doesn't go away, that you have a large enough pile. 
And then if you do succeed at building the pile, let's think about this for a second, and you retire, now your whole goal is to die before you run out of money. Because the pile is being eaten away at every day by the cost of living, inflation, taxes. It just keeps going away. And whether it's normal attrition, you know, the usage of yourself and your family to live, or whether it's catastrophically lost for a major problem, car blows up, house burns down, um, you get sick, massive sickness that you have to pay out of pocket a lot of fees, or the stock market crashes on you, or whatever you're invested in crashes, then all of a sudden, it doesn't work. And you've got to go back to work. Or you learn to live on less and less and less and less and less. Because, you know, whatever you're earning, if you're, you've got your money in bonds and it's earning 1% or 2 or 3%, 4 or 5 in good times like right now, bonds are paying pretty high. Um, as the bonds or the stocks or whatever you own go away, then that money's going to go away. It's going to go down. The amount you earn, your 5% return on whatever that pile of money is, goes down. And so the whole system doesn't work until you can make this paradigm change. The paradigm change is it's possible to produce streams of passive income. Now, real estate's the way that I've done it. Uh, I've also done it by investing in businesses that were people I totally trusted. The products seem very, very strong and logical. And I've done that. Um, but mostly it's real estate because they're not making any more of it. It doesn't run away from home. You never lose it. I've never lost a piece of real estate. It never disappeared on me, right? None of my friends ran off and stole my real estate or my workers or anybody else. I mean, it's there. It doesn't go anywhere, right? And if you do it correctly, it has the least amount of business problems associated with it. Now, if you take it on in the wrong manner, then it can have a lot of business problems. And that's really the key to what I do at Lifestyles. I teach people the right forms of real estate to buy and how to operate that real estate so that it's not a problem. Because you could know somebody who failed at real estate. I know people that failed at real estate. It's common. Uh, but the difference is, if you do it correctly, then the failure level is minuscule. I've never lost money in real estate. Now, I can say that simply because I'm very conservative and I've never taken the big jumps, um, never taken the big risks, never did the kinds of deals that were big risks. Um, I did stuff that was very aggressive, but my skill set and the people that were associated with me doing it were very skilled and it was not that far out of line with what we are comfortable doing. So it really wasn't as much of a risk as, say, somebody didn't understand what we know uh, would think it was. But that's all a part of the plan. The plan is to set up streams of income. Now, it's very important to you understand a couple of things. Number one rule, retirement is the day you equal or exceed the amount of earned income with your passive income that you have. So. If I'm earning, and this is important to understand, if I'm earning $10,000 a month and I'm taking home $7,000 a month after taxes or $6,000 a month after taxes, probably it's more realistic, I have to earn $6,000 of passive income every month to replace that. Now, the second I have $6,000 of passive income, I could retire, right? 
or I could just believe that I'm living on twice the income and live a higher quality of life. That's a possibility also. So whether your goal is a higher quality of life because you just can't in the job, in the career you've picked, can't get there to have passive income coming in could double your income. Now, here's a couple rules. For you to retire or for you to live at this new, let's call it exaggerated lifestyle, you're going to have to have regular, reoccurring, realizable income. Now, let's talk about those three words. Regular means, hey, you're looking for that paycheck every week or every biweekly or every month. It's got to be regular. It's got to continue repetitively, regular, reoccurring. It can't happen now and again. Well, we had a profitable month. We didn't have a profitable month. It's got to be there every month. It's got to be reoccurring. And realizable doesn't do you any good to earn income into your 401k. Doesn't do you any good to earn income into your IRA. Those are not realized incomes. Whatever you earn into your 401k didn't pay your bills this month. So do you want to have time for fitness? You better have some finances. Do you want to have time for your family? There is nothing that leads to the ability to improve one's quality of life more than being able to retire. What is retirement in my definition? Replacing your earned income with passive income. It's not having a pile of money. It's not being a millionaire. It's saying, hey, right now I'm earning $5,000 a month, and by next year I intend to earn $5,000 a month take-home pay from passive income. You know, my take-home pays five grand a month. I make earn seven or eight, but my take-home's five. I got to replace five. If I take home three, if right now my, my gross pay is 6000 a month and I take home three, 3500 I got to replace 3500 That is my 2024 goal, is to be able to replace my earned income with passive income. Many cases, it takes longer than one year. I wrote the book originally when I wrote my manual that I teach from. I originally said it's about a seven-year process. Well, I took the worst-case scenario if you did it the slowest possible way in seven years. Since then, people pointed out, well, Dell, you retired in two and a half years after you started buying real estate. I said, yeah, but I'm kind of a unique overachiever in life, and I live frugally, and I was able to save enough money to be able to buy enough real estate, and I was able to use techniques along the way. And they said, well, teach me those techniques. And I'll live frugally like you. And I did. Then all of a sudden, people were doing it in two and a half, three years. So we started saying, well, in five years or less instead of seven years or less. Again, under promise, overachieve is basically how you want to market any product you have. And my product is your financial freedom. And so I took it down to five years. But then a guy named David Fisher, who is one of our teachers here, um, he did it in two years instead of five and he started making fun of it. He started calling it, it deuces. And he started telling people and teaching people, you can do it in two years if you'll do what I say, the way I say to do it. And he was very much more aggressive in his teaching approach than I was. And so all of a sudden, he started accumulating people that retired in two years or less and people who wanted to retire in two years or less. And he called them the deuces. And... Uh, they have this weird little handshake they have. It's a, it's a stupid little thing. But it's something in their mind is how the paradigm in their, their situation is. Their paradigm is if you do everything right, 
and you save your money and you live frugally and you cut back on your cost of living, you can replace your cost of living, your ability to live without working in a much shorter period of time, say in two years. Well, whether it's two years, as in David's thing, two and a half in what I did it, I did it in two and a half years. And by the way, they give me a hard time all the time that they all did it in two and I did it in two and a half, which is irrelevant. Six months just flies by in your life. Or whether it's five. If you're 30 years old and you can retire by 35, that's incredible. If you're 40, you can retire by 45. If you're 50, you can retire by 55. But think about it this way. If you're already 60 or 65 and there's no retirement in sight and you can bring it down to five years, well, then you've done something. Because for some people, retirement will never be around. All right, my friends, new year, new chances, new opportunity, and new life. Remember, it's not the money. It's the lifestyle. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Want more of Dell's unconventional wisdom? Go to lifestylesunlimited.com and click the radio tab. Listen to past shows, hear podcasts on demand, and find out how you can change your life today. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show is part of the Lifestyles Unlimited Radio Network. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.